Hi everyone. <clears throat> I thought I'd do a live. <clears throat> I've noticed uh, that a few of my uh, little talks that I do on uh, YouTube have not, they've been cutting off and that's because I've been using a timer and um, trying to keep them under 10 minutes so it's easier for you to grasp the information and so it doesn't take up too much time in your day because we have so many things that we're juggling in a day and there is so much there's so much information out there at the moment that um, it can get a little discombobulating in wanting to listen and take part in everything and then at the same time not being able to recall what you've heard and what's happening when this is occurring is your brain is completely saturated and you need rest you need quiet or doing simple work you know like working in the garden or cooking or doing something that isn't related to the cognizant part of the brain because the brain has become overwhelmed and basically inflamed from so much bombardment of information. So just be mindful if that's happening to you that that's normal and it needs you need a rest is really what's happening and also to increase your minerals and your vitamins and um, make sure that you're getting fresh clean food and you're juicing and you're actually not adding a lot of additives to your food the energy at the moment is extremely uh, disconcerting for one I'm not sleeping <laughs> for some reason my system has become so wired with all these uh, infusions of uh, electromagnetic energy that's coming through the atmosphere that I'm actually not able to sleep even if I'm tired I'm still really wired and um, maybe a lot of you are feeling that way or maybe you're feeling the opposite where you're extremely exhausted and you just want to sleep and nothing more um, this is a precarious time this week is a pinnacle week it's the biggest week of 2023 that we will experience and this sector will last about three months um, because it will really enforce this platonic energy that we're going to feel as Pluto moves into Aquarius and that's going to really rattle us it really will there's no sugarcoating that it is going to rattle us even if it's for really good things you know I'm not about doom and gloom and saying oh my god it's all a disaster the world is coming to an end the world is not coming to an end the world is simply changing on its axis it is pivoting and we are starting to um, move in a completely different uh, direction with a different motor operandus and if we think about Pluto Pluto entered Capricorn in 2008 formally though in 2007 was when he was dancing in and out of Sagittarius to Capricorn and then Sagittarius back and then into Capricorn finally in 2008 
and that's when we had the huge GFC, you know, the global financial crash that affected many, many people. And the housing market completely crashed. And now, as Pluto's about to leave uh, Capricorn, he's still addressing Capricorn issues, which is the materialism. The materialism of the more and the more and the more and enough is never enough. And so we're coming into a time now where we're really having to reevaluate what, how much does it take to have a quality life? And um, how much energy is that going to require from you to be able to sustain or to build that quality life for yourself? So we're reevaluating what's really important to us and where our values are and um, how that impacts our life and how we need to adapt our life to these current times and uh, which are going to continue changing. This is a shifting carpet. This is not a lineal line that goes forward in one direction. It's a spiral. It spins and we repeat different things and we go through uh, different passages that remind us of, you know, times gone past. Though also it's reminding us of, yes, there are times gone past, though we can't bring those times back. We can't recreate that. Even if we wanted to, we can't recreate that. It's just not possible. And so um, this is the acceptance, the acceptance that we have become different. We have changed. We have uh, moved our frequency that we can't even relate to parts of ourselves that we once were, you know, and that we once relished being but we're not that person now. You know, when life changes, uh, we have to change too. And that's how we evolve. And so the planets are pushing us into that. And we have Mars changing from Gemini into Capricorn, um, Cancer this week on the 25th as well. So uh, that's going to be another really big transition. But it's going to be a calming one because Mars in Cancer, he'll settle down a little bit. He'll be a bit moody though and and could be a bit, you know, snappy in a sense or sharp with his um, emotional responses to things. So just be mindful to watch yourself and watch your moods and notice uh, where are you repeating a pattern and dragging yourself into old behaviours and old habits that just aren't going to wash under this new terrain now and uh, I know it's scary I get it I get it I really do it's really scary and it's disconcerting though this is where we can't plan too far ahead we need to take one step at a time and feel our way into the terrain and um, approach everything with discernment and uh, not rushing and not grasping, you know, that's more the the Capricorn energy of wanting to build, 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 even though Capricorn's very um, patient in its approach and it chips away at things, it can still have its eye on the target of, of how successful it's going to become or how much it's going to gain or, um, you know, I want to be the top. I want to be the top, you know, that's sort of the Capricorn 
passage is, you know, once I'm successful, then I'll be happy. Though, as we've learned, that isn't necessarily so. In some cases for people it is, in some cases it's not. And also what we idealize as success may not be truly the success that our soul is craving. There are different uh, belief systems around success. We all have different values around what it means to be successful. You know, some people it's to own a lot of things and to have huge amounts of cash flow. Uh, other people it's to actually live completely content and off the grid and not be a part of the uh, commercialization of the world. You know, um, some people it's to be completely sovereign where they have no reliance on government and they have no reliance on um, wages and earning wages and uh, generating income because they've, you know, found other means that can satisfy those uh, very life issues. So, you know, we all have different lifestyles. We all live in different ways. And we've been used to, you know, following what the general consensus is or what the masses say. And, um, and oh, that must be the way I'll go that way because it worked for them, it will work for me. Though now, with the energies changing and that then affecting us each as individuals because we all have our own energetic framework and our own um, matrix that we're working with and our own lessons and our own karma. And uh, so it's really important that we start to, oh my gosh, there's my cat again. It's shocking. He just can't help himself. He just chatter, chatter, chatter. Um, anyhow, I hope he stops. So yeah, anyhow, I lost my train of thought. Not to worry, it shall return. So in this video, what I'm really trying to do here is just offer you some encouragement and try to soothe your nerves a little bit and um, prepare you to see this as this change as one step at a time change. You know, it's not gonna be something that happens overnight. Uh, of course it isn't, that's not possible. Though we're going to change and evolve as we move through this. And we do have control over how we evolve and we do have control over how we uh, dissect our information and digest our information. And this is where having a relationship with yourself and being completely congruent with your values and knowing what really matters to you uh, is of the utmost importance because that's how you're shaping your life based on that. And yes, we can uh, be really positive and Pollyanna, though deep down our hearts know the truth. So even if we're using a lot of positive words, but in our hearts we're grieving and pining for something that was or that we wish that was, uh, we're actually disrupting the possibility of manifesting things because there's an argument happening between what's truly the truth in our heart and what our brain is completely is saying for the sake of saying something that it feels would be reasonable and um, would be received well by others or thought of as good by others. So it's time to be really aware of when you're responding to something in order to appease someone else's belief system or attitude towards you 
And when you're just truly being congruent with yourself and being real for where you are and how you're truly feeling and what that really means to you and how you're navigating through that, because at the end of the day, we only have ourselves. We may have a lot of family and friends and connections, but still, at the end of the day, we only have ourselves. And so it's so important that we focus on making sure that we keep ourselves well internally and externally. And um, maybe we don't need as much as we thought we did, you know, our life is not to be measured by how much we have and how much we own. A lot of the uh, higher octaves of this energy and this frequency is really here to show us that because as humans, we've exploited the earth for so long and we've abused it, you know, we've overused it, we've mistreated it, we've um, been greedy, uh, we've been excessive and we've been exploitive. You know, it's that simple and we can't deny that and we can see it everywhere. And we could point the finger and say, oh, it's because of them or it's because they did this or it's the big, you know, industrials, they're doing it all. But it's not. We're all playing a part. All of us. We are all playing a part. When we consume things, you know, are we being considered about what we're consuming? Are we being considered about how it was made, how it was processed? Um, who harvested those ingredients? How were those people treated that are harvesting those ingredients? You know, like we're all into electric cars. We think it's going to save the environment. But hey, cobalt is in those batteries for electric cars. And the mining of cobalt is disgusting. It's absolutely horrendous. What it does to the people, and it's actually children that are mining it, and what it does to the environment, the impact is horrendous. So there we are thinking we're being all, you know, oh, look at me, I'm being all green and I'm buying an electric car. But <laughs> that electric car, in order for it to have been made and assembled, has caused a lot of abuse to people and to the environment and to the wildlife. So do you, do you see what I'm trying to say? I'm not trying to be pessimistic here. What I'm trying to do is paint you a real picture and help you appreciate that nothing in this world that is created is 100% truly uh, full of integrity and uh, care for the maker, the harvester, and the earth that grew it. You know, so there's so many disguises and lies behind words and if we're just watching and reading and saying oh wow that's wonderful beautiful organic cream oh it's so good for my skin it's incredible but what went into making that and where did that come from and where did those ingredients come from and how guaranteed is this organic stamp because as we've seen, we can't always trust the authorities because they don't necessarily tell the truth. And uh, so we're being sold a lot of things that we're believing purely because we are told to believe it because it sounds good or it looks good. Though, as we go forward, 
the age of Aquarius is all about knowledge and it's about discerning truth and it's about being ruthless to discern the truth. It's about detachment. That's what Aquarius does well. It detaches and it's able to think and not get entangled and embroiled in the emotions because all it wants is the knowledge and the truth of that knowledge so that it can move on to develop more, more technology, more awareness, uh, more inner knowing. So, you know, Aquarius in its highest octave is all about telepathy and it's the age of where you sense things and you pick it up in the atmosphere like telepathy and you just know things because you know and that's the frequencies that we're about to move into so charlatans are still going to be there and they're going to have to work really hard in disclosing themselves now well not disclosing themselves I should say because they're hidden but uh, because we won't really be able to believe the words. We won't be able to believe the pictures. We won't be able to believe um, the general consensus. What we will be able to believe is our own barometer, our own instincts, our own uh, vibrational radars. And that is Aquarius, where we're tuning to a frequency and allowing that frequency to navigate what's right for us and what's not right for us and uh, so we're in for some interesting times ahead uh, as Pluto moves into Aquarius and he's going to be well he's been squaring uh, Aries late degrees Aries and late degrees Libra for a little while and now he's going to go in he'll square the nodes eventually as we move into may may 21st in fact is going to be quite a big big day to mark on the calendar uh it could be quite a turbulent day uh april 20th is another one that's going to be a bit of a rock star day uh maybe not in a good way <laughs> but still um i may sound jovial but i understand that this is very very uh, precarious times ahead of us and we're walking through landmine field basically and we have to be aware of where we're putting our feet at all times and take full responsibility for every step we're taking and the motto of do less be more less is more is really key as we go forward so it means do less but be more careful and more discerning about it. And then eventually you'll be able to establish more in yourself. You'll be able to establish more wisdom, more knowledge, more uh, incentive to trust your own instincts and realize that we each have an individual journey. Yes, we're part of the collective, though we each have an individual journey and we have to trust our journey and we have to believe that we're here for a reason, no matter what has happened to us, no ma matter what life has served us, or who has stolen from us, or who has betrayed us. You know, we have to say, no, I got this far, and I can continue, and I will continue, because there is a grander plan here, and I'm a part of that plan. 
And that's what we have to anchor our faith in and believe in our worthiness and our right and our deserving, you know, and to release ourselves from doubt because doubt is the killer of all things. And people will manipulate you through doubt because by making you doubt something puts you in a place of vulnerability. And when you feel vulnerable, you're likely to swing in the direction that someone persuades you to go in. So uh, be mindful of that and ask yourself, when is doubt clouding you? And if in doubt, do nothing. Just stop. Wait until you feel solid in your decision. You know, and yeah, decisions have time limits sometimes. Though still, pause and give yourself that moment to be quiet to make the decision that you need to make. That's what I'm really trying to drive home here. And that's what's the most important is to make a decision based on how you truly feel about it, not because you're being persuaded and forced to, because usually when we're forced to make decisions, when we look back, we realized, oh, if I'd done it this way, that would have worked out so much better, but I was just too confused and too afraid and I just had to do something, so I just jumped. So, you know, that's making a decision based on fear. And as we know, fear doesn't always drive us in the right direction. Even when we're afraid, think of an animal when it's afraid and um, it's being hunted and it'll, it'll make rash decisions very quickly. And some of those decisions can lead to its own demise, you know, because it falls straight into the trap because it got so skittish and so... Uh, uncertain and full of doubt that it uh, actually ended up jumping into the fire instead of avoiding the fire. So just um, keep note of those things and really uh, watch yourself as we go through these passages. Anyhow, I'll be talking more about it, but this is really Pluto in Aquarius, which we can say so much and at the same time, that can almost feel overwhelming to hear that much all at once. So it's better that we take each step at a time with the awareness that Pluto is bringing in a new evolutionary change. And this change will go for a passage of 20 years. So it's a considerable amount of time. And Pluto was in Capricorn for 15 years. And uh, we can see how much he's transformed uh, the way that we see our government and our banking and our housing and our insurance and then, you know, with the onslaught that we just had with the pandemic, you know, we've been under a lot of uh, emotional duress, which has really taken a toll on our nervous systems and that's where the minerals come in really uh, powerfully is to help strengthen the nervous system and uh, strengthen us in our ability to deal with the fast-paced life that we're moving into that's going to get faster as we go. So anyhow, I'll leave it there, but um, I hope this was helpful. And like I said, I'll keep doing some videos and I apologize for the uh, talks that have been cut short through the uh, timing process and perhaps maybe I'll do more lives. But I'd love you to like 
subscribe or share these videos if you find them helpful and you think maybe your friends, family, associates might find them helpful. Um, I'm trying to grow the channel. It's a slow process and I'm not really big on marketing. I'm a mental projector uh, in human design and so we're just, we're not the best marketers. Some of us are, but um, I'm just so open that, and I, I'm so uh, intuitive and I just don't understand why we have to be constantly bombarding and barraging people with a whole lot of marketing paraphernalia and uh, trying to convince them to book a reading or to, you know, have a consult or to do this or to do that. I've always sort of felt that, well, you know, I've always known when I've needed something and I've gone and found it. And I sort of feel like, well, people should know what they need and they should know how to go and find that. And uh, I shouldn't have to be having to tell them day after day after day that I can help them, you know. So I work more with magnetism and I uh, keep my own energy clean and keep my own awareness sharp so that I can be available for people to guide them and to help energetically heal them by sitting with me and um, feeling the frequency in which I carry and I bring through and vibrate with. Uh, it calms people, it settles people. Um, my voice has tones that actually help settle people as well. And this is the gift sometimes that we have to share with others is our energy can be deeply soothing and deeply nurturing um, and having someone to listen and someone who uh, can understand a lot of a lot of life issues you know they become the sages and I think that's sort of where I'm heading now is to become that sage that really does understand many things of life having walked through and experienced many things directly and uh, many of them painful very very painful I didn't have a, an easy life. I've had a very, very challenging life and a very lonely life because I didn't have uh, a whole lot of extended family and um, I moved a lot, traveled overseas a lot. Um, I've lived in another country a couple of times. So, you know, when that happens, it's hard to keep really rock solid connections and you your life becomes very different because of it and it doesn't quite fit into the box of what we all consider a normal life anyway I'll leave it there I hope this was helpful leave a message and let me know how you found this I'd love to hear peace and love bye for now